the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Check out monorail.com, America's affordable investment app made for conservatives who want to keep their hard-earned money with companies that share their value. Download the Monorail app today. Join Monorail. Merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year all our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Next year all our troubles will be miles away. Hi everybody, welcome to the Monday show. I hope you had a good weekend. I love this season, as you know. I say it every year. I discovered how much I love the Christmas season. It was a shock to me. Because I grew up in an Orthodox Jewish world, and it was somewhat sealed off. And I, I knew it was Christmas. Obviously, half my street was decorated, which, by the way, I yearned for terribly. Every year, it seems that there are fewer Christmas decorations up and more Halloween decorations up. That gives you an idea of the decline of American civilization in a nutshell when Halloween evokes more decorations in a given neighborhood than Christmas does. And in my junior year in college, I I went down to Morocco from England, took the train first across the English Channel and onto the continent, train all the way down to southern Spain, then took a boat to Tangiers, Morocco, and it was Christmas break. I don't know if it was called Christmas break then or winter break or whatever. I don't know if there was a massive Christmas denial at that time as eventually ensued. In any event, I thought something was deeply missing in my life those two weeks that I was in Morocco. I was there alone. And then I realized what it was. It was Christmas. And I thought, wow, I miss Christmas. I miss, in particular, this music. And it has played a beautiful role in my life, my whole life. So I'm happy to have it as our bumper music. It's a special season even if you are not Christian, you merely have to be an American. I remind people all the time that Christmas is a national holiday. I am shocked 
that the Democrats have not sought to remove it as a national holiday after all. Isn't that an infringement of church and state? Right? Why wouldn't it be? It's a Christian holiday. And how could it be a national holiday at the same time? Isn't that this new bogeyman? Or is it boogeyman or bogeyman or is it both? I thought it was boogeyman, but sometimes I see it B-O, not B-O-O. Oh, really? All right. Anyway, this is Christian nationalism. That's their boogeyman. Yeah, Christian nationalism. I don't even know what it means. They don't know what it means either, unless it means their fevered imagination that there are Christians who want to establish a Christian republic like Iran is an Islamic republic. But what would that even entail, since there's no Christian Sharia? Where's the Christian law code that is comparable to the Sharia, the Islamic law code? What would it even mean? What would be imposed? A ban on abortion? You have to be Christian to think that a woman is carrying a human life? Really? That's Well, if, if so, what a compliment to Christians. You mean an atheist can't think that? Atheism guarantees idiocy? Even I don't believe that. I think atheism is idiocy. But I don't believe it guarantees idiocy in the human being. But secularism seems to, and atheists tend to be secular. Be that as it may, I welcome you to the program and to the season in which we, are, we currently find ourselves. December will race by, then January will, and then we'll be back again, before you know it, in next year's Christmas season. And as the French say, c'est la vie. That is the life, or that is life. Well, there's a fair amount to report to you. L.A. City Council to end drilling in L.A. County. Do you know that, I'm curious, would you take a look at the L.A. County seal? Does it still have an oil rig in it? There was a time when L.A. County celebrated the fact that there was drilling here because the material that enabled Western civilization to develop for people to have a relatively comfortable life unknown anywhere on Earth is, of course, cheap energy. It's no longer there. They took the oil rig off, it, it, we, and we didn't even know it. I, I knew when they took the, uh, wasn't there a, a cross on it? Yeah. That's right. How many years ago did that happen? I led a campaign to uh, leave the cross because L.A. is Los Angeles. Los Angeles is the angels. It was founded by Catholics who were Christian. And in commemorating that fact, there was a cross on the L.A. County seal. And then in the erasure of history for which the left is known everywhere, and certainly in America, it has simply 
increased in speed and velocity, but the erasure of history is a left-wing characteristic, as the Soviet dissidents told me in the Soviet Union when I went there during the Cold War. Famous joke. In the Soviet Union, the future is, the future is known. It's the past that's always changing. Everywhere the left takes power, it, it erases history. It changes history. There's a famous picture of Stalin with leading Bolsheviks in the 1920s. Lenin died in 24, then there was a, a battle for succession. Stalin ultimately won. But there was a picture and it included Trotsky, who was the, well, along with Lenin, father of the revolution, and he was the head of the Red Army. Trotsky is standing there next to Stalin. By the time Stalin got into power, he had the people who work in photography in the Soviet Union erase Trotsky from the picture. However, you'll love this, the shoes remained. So you actually see in the new picture Stalin standing next to a pair of shoes and the other Bolshevik leaders. Did you know that? Is that precious? Yeah, it's one of the great stories. One of the great stories. That is the left everywhere. The, er, they erase history. Sometimes they leave shoes and sometimes they're more thorough. W- they didn't have Photoshop in those days, so it was a more difficult process. But they have mastered it. So the L.A. County seal no longer has an oil rig and no longer has a cross. I have to, maybe they'll get rid of the cow because cows... Uh, uh, well, how do I put it gently? Toot. Cows toot, and that is methane. And that is bad for the climate. So eventually, what will they have on the L.A. County seal? I guess a real L.A. County seal would have a picture of a ballot uh, box, a ballot, ballot drop-off box, I would assume. It would be interesting. We should have a a suggested new L.A. County seal. It should have a picture. Oh, I'll, I have a good one. There should be a mask. Sure. I, I think we should design. We could have someone at PragerU design a new L.A. County seal, and I think we should put it up. So it would have a mask. Kids mask. Even kid, kids in masks. Definitely. It, it would definitely have uh, a, a drag queen. I mean, these, this is this is L.A. today. We return. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations like getting complaints because someone on the team always smells horrible. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR 
HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now and type in Dennis Prager under podcast when you sign up. Spelled Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com, Bambi.com, and type in Dennis Prager. A lot of people have HR issues, but they don't want to spend the money on an HR person. And this starts at just $99 per month. Bambi.com. So have yourself. Hey everybody, Christmas is, well, 20 days from today. Today's the 5th, wow. We have a Christmas campaign each year for some charity which we think merits your contribution. The Angel Tree campaign is a sweet and perhaps life-changing gesture. There's a lot of kids in this country with a parent in prison. What they do is they give this child a gift. They try to bring them into religion. It's a Christian organization. I am happy to support it as a Jew. I don't see any other solution to the problems of this country in the secular world. Secularism is a dead end. A lot of terrific secular conservatives, and they should know that the chances of their grandchild, if they have one or will have one, being conservative if they remain secular are very small. Secularism leads left. So I'd like you to contribute $25 per child. Obviously, five children is $125, 10 children, 250 Go to the Angel Tree banner at DennisPrager.com or call 888-206-2801, 888-206-2801, the Angel Tree campaign. It's a beautiful thing to give charity. All right, 1-8-Prager-776 is the number here. I couldn't believe this one. This this article from Libs of TikTok. Underage students perform in drag for staff at invite-only school event. This is in New Jersey. On October 27th, Hunterdon Central Regional High School in Flemington, New Jersey, its student club, Pulse, People understanding love serves everyone. Oh, I got love serves everyone. Do you know, among other things that the left has destroyed, is meaningfulness of the word love? It too has been channeled into left wing values. Why is it love to have children observe a man wearing women's clothing? and doing dances in front of them. Why is that love? Whom is it loving? Is it loving the children? Simple as that. Does it love children to sexualize them that early? Why was this not done in the past? Were those who did not grow up going to drag queen 
story hours, and drag queen dancing events. All the generations that didn't have that, were they less filled with love? A leftist would say yes. I guess it would bring a true leftist to tears to think about all the generations of young Americans deprived of drag queens. I'm not being cute. How could they not think that way? This is love on the left. Led by faculty advisor Heather Baldwin, another woman in education leading the sexualization of children. The power of leftism is so great that it undoes the female instinct to protect children's innocence. They held a student student performed drag show on school property in secret. This is from Libs of TikTok. The event was brought to the community's attention three days later when an email was leaked to the New Jersey Project, an organization that advocates for parents' rights in public schools. Parents' rights. Oh, how quaint which wrote about the event in its blog, Chaos and Control. Heather Baldwin, they have a, a, an email from her. Heather Baldwin to staff, good morning, exclamation point. The Pulse students are putting on an invite-only, psst, P-S-S-T, psst, this is your invite, drag show in the little theater block, Little Theater Block 5 today. If you would like to come and support the students in their efforts to create fun drag looks, please feel free to drop by and join us. Heather Baldwin, English Department, Pulse Advisor. And of course, she has a triangle with the LGBTQ plus colors. The email was sent from Heather Baldwin to attend an invite only, as I just read to you. Although not all faculty were invited, nor were parents or fellow students, the club did manage to have a professional drag performer at the event. The students were taken out of class to prepare for the secret show, where, according to one witness, quote, a teacher stood watch outside the door while the show was going on to ensure those not invited would not enter. Well, last Monday, the Flemington Board of Education held a meeting with public comment, which heavily focused on the student drag show. Parents, staff, and residents took to the podium to express their concerns about the sexualization of children in the form of school-sponsored drag performances while others commended the board on what they described as a beautiful activity. Wow. Okay. The school psychologist also spoke and explained to the board that drag shows bring tremendous value to students. Did you hear him? It's only 24 seconds, but it is worth it. I heard it. The school psychologist What has been done to the field of psychology by the left is well known. Another another arena of life destroyed by the left. This is what they're doing 
So I thought you should be aware of that. In light of that, here's a good one for you. Districted admin, that's administrator growth, is 10 times greater than student and teacher growth from the American experiment. The number of district administrators in U.S. public schools has grown 87.6% between 2000 and 2019 compared to student growth at 7.6% and teacher growth at 8.7%. One of the reasons that college and high school and elementary schools administrators are so woke is it pays well. We return. Are you a senior living off your retirement savings just to get by? Are high inflation and poorly performing markets depleting your retirement accounts? What if you didn't have to struggle to pay bills, mortgage, property taxes, and insurance ever again? Contact Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. Get cash by tapping into the equity of your home tax-free and eliminate your monthly mortgage payment forever with a reverse mortgage. You maintain ownership of your home and pay the loan back when you don't live there anymore. You keep your retirement money working for you, get cash from the equity in your home, maintain ownership and the equity growth, and never pay another mortgage payment again. Go to andrewandtodd.com, fill out the short form online, and see if a reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. Call 888-888-1172. 888 or go online to andrewandtodd.com. That's andrewandtodd.com. For the holidays, you can't beat home, sweet home. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I hate bringing you all of this news that I have to bring to you because we're morally bound to try to save the country. But I I fully acknowledge there's a voice in me that says people uh, can get despondent. And I don't want you to get despondent. I want you to fight. That's what I do. So I want you to understand the battle within me. But if I sit here and don't give you the reality, I, I will have sinned grievously in my opinion. The terrific libs of TikTok, college sex parties, and monkey packs, monkeypox vaccines... Queens College, City University of New York, which was once a a, a wonderful institution. The CUNY LGBTQIA plus consortium held a sex pajama party, complete with sex supplies and a copy of Sex Positive You. But they offered monkeypox vaccines at the sex party, since monkeypox is generally transmitted through the sexual act, like AIDS was. It could also, AIDS also was intravenous drug use and partners of of those who use it. So uh, here is the event as announced by Queens College. From 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., CUNY students will play fun games to demonstrate the efficacy of safe sex supplies and Safer Sex Practices. The Jammy Jam featuring DJ Unico will follow from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. 
There will be prizes. Pajamas are encouraged. The first 50 students to arrive in pajamas will receive a copy of the book, Sex Positive You. We will have an honest discussion on how to set boundaries, access resources, and exercise self-care. Monkeypox vaccinations and STI screenings will be offered. Get your free safe sex supplies. The event is made possible through the generous support of the CUNY, at City University of New York, LGBTQIA plus consortium, in partnership with the New York City Council. Listen to the co-sponsors. You have to hear this. The list of co-sponsors. The CUNY Office of Student Inclusion Initiatives. Great name, eh? The Queen's College Office of Compliance and Diversity. See, you have to understand the number of people employed in the totalitarian movement of the country and the abolition of what Western civilization is based on the family as we know it. Vast numbers of people make their income, mostly but not only women, make derive their income from doing this. So aside from the fact that they have been brainwashed and wish to do such things to children, they have a tremendous personal interest in doing this. They want to get their paycheck. Queens College Student Association, the Women and Gender Studies Department at Queens College, the Queens College Alliance of Latin American Students, ELAS, the Center for Racial, Ethnic, and Religious Understanding, the Mount Sinai Young Adult Sexual Services, the Mount Sinai Sexual Assault and Intervention Program, Health Services at Queens College, Queens College Counseling Services Center, and the Queens College Division of Student Affairs. They, they are all co-sponsors of the Pajama Party, which will be what it will be. Let's go to Texas. Trinity University. Trinity University, how ironic. In San Antonio, Texas, held a workshop for men and anyone else interested, to teach them how to detox their masculinity. Because as we all know, what young men in America suffer from is being too masculine. Ask any young woman who is dating these days, if indeed she's even dating, if she agrees that this is a serious problem, that young men in America are just too masculine. We have a surfeit of John Waynes out there. I will read to you about the masculinity detox at Trinity University in San Antonio. But it gets worse than that. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. On top of the special available to my listeners on the Percale and Giza Dream bed sheets, marked down as low as $29.98, Mike is now changing the game with his three piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent yet still providing the soft feel you look for in a towel. 
The set comes with one bath, one hand towel, and one washcloth, typically retailing for $49.99. For a limited time, you can get this three-piece towel set for the low price of $19.98 with the promo code Prager. Don't miss out on these extraordinary offers. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. But if you really hold me tight, say all the way home I'll be warm. The fire is slowly dying. I'll be talking about Elon Musk next hour. It's an, it, well, I was, I, I censored myself. I was going to say it's an amazing story. It is not amazing. It is an important story. It is not an amazing story. So Trinity College, Trinity University, sorry, San Antonio. A workshop for men and anyone else interested to teach them how to detox their masculinity. Here's the sign, picture of it, again at the important libsoftiktok.com. Masculinity Detox, free food, hosted by Dr. Apignani and the Women's and Gender Studies Department. What, when, where, what? Please join us for a brave space. Oh, brave. Isn't that great? It's brave. It's brave to be masculine. It is not brave to drop your masculinity. For anyone interested in discussing their masculinity, when? November 30th, 6 to 9, 5, sorry, 5 to 6.30 p.m. Where? Fiesta Room. All are welcome. Getting rid of men and masculine traits isn't enough, writes Libs of TikTok. For the ultimate goal of implementing a Marxist utopia, they must first abolish the family. A personal note. Decades ago, when right-wing groups said that the ultimate aim of feminism and the left is to abolish the family, I I recoiled. I thought it was right-wing propaganda. I was wrong. The right turned out to be right almost all of the time, which was sort of shocking to this liberal New York Jew, Democrat. I was raised in a milieu where it was it was with mother's milk that one learned to fear the right. However, Uh, I guess it's a credit to my parents, credit to my nature. But I've always been receptive to ideas with which I differ. And it turned out that the right was right again and again and again. That is the ultimate aim, the abolition of the nuclear family as we know it. Mother, father, children. Married mother, father, children. So here is an example. There's actually a picture. UMass Boston. Did you see this picture? Abolish the family on TikTok? On abolish, excuse me, libs of TikTok? Here's a picture of a poster put up by UMass Boston. 
University of Massachusetts, Boston. I don't understand. I'd like you to turn to it and look at the picture that is put up here and then the little girl and the bottom of the picture being sprayed with something. I don't, I don't fully understand it. The Center for the Humanities, Culture, and Society at U- University of Massachusetts presents Abolish the Family, a talk by Sophie Lewis. That's a shock, another woman. Author of Full Surrogacy Now, Feminism Against Family. November 16th, 2022, 4 p.m. University Hall, Room 2120. There's a picture, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. There is a picture of a little boy on the right. I don't understand what that is. And a little girl dressed in, I I can't, it's hard to describe, I guess, sort of like a one-piece bathing suit. And somebody spraying something on her. Do you understand what it is? Hmm. Yeah, it's a toughie. Abolish the family. The speaker, Sophie Lewis, argues that we need to get rid of natural conception and implement a full surrogacy program where children are conceived biogenetically through surrogacy to eliminate their biological relationship to their parents. Quote, parents' relationship to the babies they gestate must be rethought as part of a move to recognize that reproduction is productive work. Do you understand what that means? Reproduction is productive work? Only then can we begin to break down our assumptions that children belong to those whose genetics they share. Ah, that's right. You don't quote-unquote belong to your parents. Taking collective responsibility for children would radically transform our notions of kinship helping us to see that it always takes a village to make a baby. Most of you will not be familiar with this, but this experiment was tried in the first days of Israel. Israel was founded by socialists, and the kibbutz system was founded on the basis of Marxist equality. It was not, however, like a Marxist communist state because it was totally voluntary, and there was free speech, etc., And what they did, among other things, was, in fact, very shortly after the birth of a baby, the baby was put in a communal home to be raised communally. This would, they said, liberate women, because they had been unliberated having to take care of their babies. This experiment died out in one generation. The women of the kibbutzim, plural for kibbutz, the women of the kibbutzim said, we want to keep our babies. We return momentarily. The Dennis Prager Show. The island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun to shine by day. Hi, all. all the stars at night. 
Hope you had a good weekend. Who's singing this? I think I know. Is it Bing Crosby? It is? Oh, phew. You hear songs like this and you think about an America that because humans are humans, there are always problems. It, it, that is the fate of the human species. Nevertheless, I do believe that there was a time of greater innocence in this country. And I don't believe it, I know it. Where most people could enjoy life free of preoccupation with politics. Remember, secularism produces a vast, vast hole in the human species. You have to be a true fool, which is almost synonymous with well-educated, in order to think that you can end religion in the Western world and not have a gigantic hole. And the, the hole has been filled with politics. Politics for people on the left is religion. The personal is the political, the political is personal. It was a, a motto when I was a kid. Everything is political. Sexual intercourse is political. I, not, I, I never exaggerate, and that is an example. That is what they would say. That is what they did say. One famous feminist thinker said all sexual intercourse is rape, including marital loving intercourse. I, I was taught that. That's a while ago. So it is all filled with politics. The less a person thinks about politics, or the less, no, I, I want to be more precise, the less a person has to think about politics and the government, the better it is for the, for the society. That was the aim of the founders of the United States. Keep the government as much as possible out of people's lives. It's a beautiful dream. Is the opposite of the left-wing dream, put it in people's lives. Did you read, by the way, did you read about what France is doing with short-haul flights? Yes, I did. Banning them? Yeah. Because there's too much carbon emission? Yeah, they want people to take the train. They want people to take the train. How much is a short-haul flight? How long is that? In the, did, you, did you see it in the article? I don't remember it. In France, they're very short. Well, they are very short, yeah, because how big could it be? I mean... It's not the United States, but we will follow. So maybe, would a short-haul flight be L.A. to San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. New York, Boston? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Sure, says my producer. I mean, what is Marseille to Paris? Or Marseille? Yeah, so Marseille to Paris, right, I understand. Marseille to Normandy. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's all domestic flights for all intents and purposes in France. David Horowitz had it right, I don't know, 25 years ago. Environmentalism is a watermelon, green on the outside and red on the inside. There will always be an excuse to deprive you of liberty, always. There is always a cause 
So we have two now, climate change and COVID, the acceptance of left-wing authority over people's lives by virtually everyone in the Western world is reason for deep concern, and I'm understating the case considerably. This was, this was two big ways of asserting control over your life. Switzerland is now going to limit the amount you can drive your electric car because they just don't have enough electricity. Because in every European country, the Greens, today's totalitarians, have rendered it such. Of course, Putin is blamed as if the very fact that they had to rely on Russia for energy is not an indictment of the environmentalist movement, the most destructive movement of our modern age outside of the COVID lockdowns. It's all destructive in the same way that keeping your kids out of school was destructive. It's always in the name of a greater good. Health. Both are health the existential threat to humanity. There's a very long interview with me in Deseret News in Utah, and it is widely read among LDS, Latter-day Saints, Mormons. We should put it up. I read there are hundreds of comments, most of them by left, uh, left-wing readers of Deseret News, and it drives them crazy that, that, first of all, that they would even have an interview with me because PragerU has featured scientists who take issue with the alarmism. By and large, we do not take issue with the idea that the Earth is getting warmer. We take issue with the solutions. Nobody denied, nobody, I didn't deny that there was COVID. I denied that lockdowns were a good thing, that keeping kids out of school was a good thing. Andy McCarthy has an important piece up at the New York Post, how the FBI's nod and a wink got social media to censor the Post's Hunter Biden reporting. That is the New York Post. What is happening with uh, Twitter, Elon Musk is a hero. He is a true eccentric. And I'd like to remind you of something I read about 40 years ago. I remember where I read it, but I had so little money I couldn't afford the book. I was visiting my brother at Harvard Medical School, and I spent some hours in the Harvard Coop. I always loved bookstores, and I saw a book analyzing rescuers of Jews in the Holocaust, because I have always been as transfixed by goodness as I am by evil. And the author or authors discovered what they believed, or he believed, she believed, the author discovered four characteristics of the people who risk their lives to save strangers. And it was a life-risking thing to try to hide a Jew during World War II in Europe. And I don't remember the first three, 
because they comported with things I had read elsewhere. But the fourth blew my mind. I had never thought of it in my life. And I've told you this in the past, and it is applicable, I believe, to Elon Musk. The fourth characteristic of those who rescued Jews at the risk of their lives, basically meaning hiding Jews, was that they had been considered eccentrics prior to the war. Eccentrics march to the beat of their own drummer. Elon Musk is a perfect example. Not every eccentric does good, but many of the people who do heroic good are eccentric. Elon Musk would fit that description. He's an eccentric. His courage is mind-boggling. He has tweeted out, why is the New York Times not covering this story? And the answer we all know, no, not all, I take that back. And the answer is, because the New York Times lies whenever it comes to left-right issues. Yeah. That's that's the reason. Yeah, hmm? the, quote on, on the, co- the quote from, from him is, is up. On I hear you, right. Okay. Yeah. From the Daily Mail. On Saturday, Musk blasted the New York Times and other left-leaning outlets for its refusal to cover the ongoing firestorm, branding the Times in particular, quote, an unregistered lobbying firm for far-left politicians. It's pretty clear. Pretty clear and entirely accurate. It is Pravda to the Democratic Party and to the left just as Pravda was Pravda to the Communist Party in the Soviet Union. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. You know I level with you on, on everything. It was a gamble I took at the beginning of my career to be transparent. And it's paid off. For years, my Christmas appeal was for the Salvation Army. And they then they went woke. And I can't tell you how much that disturbed me. Because when religious people are weaklings, there's, there's no hope for humanity. And they, they, that's what happened to the Salvation Army leadership. They just caved in to the pressures of the world. When religious people have more fear of the New York Times than of God, you realize that the religiosity is, I won't say inauthentic, that's too harsh a judgment, but is is deficient. So I have another wonderful group that I endorse for Christmas for you to donate to, Angel Tree, they... They give gifts and religious messages to one, they try to, to 1.7 million kids who have a parent in prison. I mean, that's a staggering number, isn't it? So if you give $25, the kid gets a gift and a religious message. And it could uh, really work wonders in a kid's life. And hopefully a message from the parent to try to have some bond there if possible.
Anyway, go to go to my website, DennisPrager.com, and donate. $25 per kid. You'll feel good about yourself after you do it. That's the Angel Tree banner at DennisPrager.com or 888, phone 888-206-2801. 888-206-2801. Dennis Prager here. It's really quite remarkable what is happening with Elon Musk and Twitter. Daily Mail reports, Elon Musk says he's not surprised the New York Times and other liberal media have failed to cover the Twitter files, as they're called, because they're enthralled to Biden's White House. The computer shop owner who alerted feds of incriminating content on Hunter's laptop in 2020 says he's not surprised the paper is yet to report the story. On Saturday, Musk blasted the paper for its refusal to cover the ongoing firestorm, branding it an unregistered lobbying firm for far-left politicians, it being the New York Times, and of course Washington Post, LA Times, the entire left-wing media are in service to the left. They are not in service to truth, oops, sorry, or even news reporting. They are in service to the left. You know what comment in my Deseret News interview really uh, got to people? Where I spoke about the leftist cocoon. People on the left do not hear, read, watch, or study under conservatives Conservatives read, study, watch, and study under leftists. We know exactly what they think. They don't even know what we know. They think they know what we think, but they don't know what we know. I really do wonder if the average liberal in the United States knows about Twitter's suppression of news about the Hunter laptop in order to elect the, the, the father to the presidency. If that had been widely reported, this is just a month before the election, you think it would have affected votes? Of course you do. So do they. That's one thing we can all agree on. John Paul Mac Isaac spoke to DailyMail.com, the man who, the shop owner who alerted feds of the Incriminated con- incriminating content on Hunter Biden's laptop in 2020. He spoke to DailyMail.com two days after Musk shared a trove of emails published by journalist Ma- Matt Taibbi. Is that how it's pronounced, Taibbi? I don't think it's pronounced Taibbi. I think it's Taibbi. On whether Twitter execs a- attempted to suppress reporting on the story on the run-up to the 2020 election, all at the behest of the Biden campaign. The barrage of tweets titled The Twitter Files saw the site's new CEO accuse his predecessors of engaging in collusion with Biden's team, publishing internal emails from the company that supported those claims. Yes. That's right. This is what Elon Musk is doing. 
At the time, the Times refused to report on the scandal, calling the claims unsubstantiated, a stance that has since maintained even after Musk's massive evidence dump. On Saturday, Musk blasted the paper and other left-leaning outlets for its refusal to cover the ongoing firestorm. Other liberal outlets, including CBS News, ABC, and The Washington Post, are also yet to cover the Twitter files, despite their contents causing a sensation among American conservatives and free speech advocates across the globe. That's something. And now Andy McCarthy reports. Let's try to find the Andy McCarthy report here. That's today, right? Yes, that's today in the New York Post. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Just as it did in 2016, the Democratic Party colluded during the 2020 presidential campaign with FBI leadership. Wow. That's really something, isn't it? Remember, everything the left touches, it destroys. The FBI leadership is is among them. It's like-minded transnational progressives in the loose-lipped community of current and former national security officials and the media. The objective in 2020, as in 2016, was to try to drag a weak, deeply compromised Democratic candidate across the finish line. The scheme worked in 2020, where it failed in 2016. A big part of the difference was Democrats and their collaborators put major 2020 emphasis on social media platforms such as Twitter and Facebook, which had served Donald Trump well in 2016. The result was the systematic suppression of the Biden family corruption scandal, the staggering millions of dollars that are now known to have been poured into the Biden coffers. Wow. God bless Elon Musk. Next year, all our troubles will be out of sight. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here with you. Great Christmas music. A merry little Christmas. There was a caller whose call I was going to take, but he just hung up. It happens not infrequently. Why is it evil to deny the Holocaust? So I'd like to answer that, even though he's not on the phone. Is it evil to deny that the Sandy Hook kids were murdered? That's my answer. If the word evil applies to anything, it it would apply to murders that take place and then for some sick twisted reasons some sick twisted evil minds say it didn't happen I mentioned something I had never told before that my girlfriend I had in college my first uh, or my second year of college 
She came from a home where the parents had gone through the Holocaust. And while I was in England in my junior year, she wrote to me that her father had hanged himself one night. She spoke to me when we dated about how often her her father would scream during the night, reliving what he had seen with his family murdered. So it wasn't a shock that he tried suicide. I say tried because they actually, I think they had a tracheotomy and saved his life. And then I think of people like Nick Fuentes saying that it didn't happen. This man was dreaming things that never happened. Do people deny slavery? Do people deny the Cambodian genocide? Do people deny the, the Rwandan genocide? Do people deny the Ukrainians who were starved to death deliberately by Stalin in the millions? The only denial is the Jews' holocaust. So it's not only evil, it's specifically evil dedicated to attacking Jews. I wrote a book on Jew hatred. It's called Why the Jews. It's in its third edition. It's a very important book, in my opinion. It's the book I least mention. It doesn't come up as often as other books that I've written. It's called Why the Jews. It, it, it's illuminating. Didn't uh, didn't speak well for President Trump having Kanye West and Nick Fuentes at a lunch. I don't believe for a moment that the president has any sympathy for Nazis or for Holocaust deniers. But at the very least, as I said just at the end of the last hour, he invited a man who then decided to really hurt the president. He had reached out to Kanye West. Kanye West is uh, doing a magnificent job at hurting people who have reached out to him. Candace Owens and President Trump among them. I happen to think Kanye West is uh, abnormal mentally, but it doesn't matter. A lot of people with mental issues do bad things. Anyway, as I said, one great lesson of all this is only befriend people with whom you share values. Reaching out to people because they're stars. If stars are sons, which they are, you'll get burned. That's, that's a lesson. I often am asked during Q&A sessions when I give lectures, so if you could have dinner with anyone, who would it be? And I always answer, my friends. Did you know that that's my answer? It's tr- and you know me. That's who I, want, I would like to have dinner with. <laughs> He's one of them. It, it, it's human, I guess. It's natural for people to want to be in the presence of a star. 
it's sort of like their their fame and glory will rub off on you. And I, I don't I don't mock this, but it's one of the tendencies in the human species that you need to fight. A star is a star, and that's all a star is. It's it's like the the experts in epidemiology, most of whom are fools, gigantic fools, destructive fools, but they know something about one thing. And so we assume it's it's so interesting, this whole star thing, it applies to the sciences too. Nobel laureates come out against capital punishment. So what? Guy gets a Nobel Prize in chemistry and I give a damn what he thinks about capital punishment? People's perceptions of what people are important and who should be listened to are so distorted. Dr. Fauci is a living embodiment of an idiot. He's a very bright man and he's an idiot. Almost everything he advised was wrong. But it doesn't matter. He has a position, and that's enough for most people. He's not one of those I would like to have dinner with. I'd rather have dinner alone, actually. one eight prager 776 Pamela in Dallas, Texas. Hello. Hello. Hi. I don't usually call radio stations, but I was listening to your comments about um, Donald Trump and having uh, Kanye West uh, to dinner and Kanye brought Nick Fuentes. I have not really followed that story closely. Um, I, I don't really know the personalities all that well. Um, but my thought is uh, regarding President Trump, and that is that he is a thinking man. You know, he is someone who has continued to work these years to better the country. And it would not surprise me at all if someone, uh, possibly Kanye West, uh, you know, thought, hey, I'll bring this radical, you know, Nazi. And I, and I, I do believe in the Holocaust and persecution. I, I know those things are real. But maybe thinking, you know, that maybe this guy is willing to give some kind of inside information to President Trump if they have a moment together. And wait, I'm sorry, inside information about what? Well, I know there's a lot going on in the Ukraine with a lot of... What does Nick Fuentes have to do with Ukraine? Well, I don't know that there's any connection at all. I'm just simply saying, if he's such a devout Nazi, and there are Nazis in Germany and Ukraine... Um, you know, I would think that possibly, who knows? I mean, maybe okay. they... I, 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 I think, uh, God bless you, and I mean that. Uh, it, it's a little far-fetched. Kanye West decided to screw the president, and the president should make that announcement. Kanye West fooled me. He did something disgusting. He brought a goddamn Nazi to meet me. That's what he should say. And you should say, God damn, because if, if God doesn't damn Nazis, that ain't my God. As I noted as well, however, the term Nazi has been so cheapened by the left 
that it doesn't evoke the horror that it once did. They have cheapened every term of opprobrium. Every single one. Fascist. Racist. Everything. Everything has been has been cheapened in the service of left-wing evil. So when there's a real Nazi showing up, I don't know if the average American is as horrified as he might have been in the past. I hope, I hope he is, or she is. 1-8 Prager 776 Wait till you hear what's going on in another medical school in the United States. We return. The Dennis Prager Show. Oh, dingo bells, Christmas tweet. Soon we'll be here. I can't wait till Christmas Day. I'm glad it's very near. Dennis Prager here. The the human ability to do bad is, is remarkable. That's why I got so angry at that rabbi whom I debated. You should all watch the debate. It's up at, uh, at on YouTube where I debate a rabbi about whether or not human nature is basically good. I was very disappointed that an orthodox rabbi would say that. If we can't look to the religious community, Christians and Jews, for guidance, we're really doomed. I've given up on the secular world, the producers of men give birth, a true outcome of secularism. Not that all secular people believe that, of course not. Tulane School of Medicine. This is an article by a courageous doctor, the former president of the Louisiana Psychiatric Medical Association, associate clinical professor of psychiatry at Tulane Medical School. In my 37 years as a psychiatrist, this is from National Review, I've worked in community mental health centers, the VA prisons, excuse me, the VA prisons and at training hospitals. So it takes a lot for me to be surprised. But the outbreak of mass irrationality, ah, see, that is the product of the post-Judeo-Christian world, irrationality. They delude themselves into thinking they're the rational ones and the religious are irrational because the religious believe in the Bible and God. So they're rational. These are the people. So listen to the mass irrationality at another medical school overwhelmingly secular MDs, PhDs. The respected medical school where I now work and teach has done just that. It now appears that Tulane School of Medicine has revised its mission to ensure that our faculty and students receive indoctrination that divides us into either oppressors or victims. This mindset, as unreasonable as it is inflexible, is degrading our ability to deal with the healthcare world as it really is. 
Over the summer, every member of the Department of Psychiatry was ordered to attend a day-long diversity, equity, and inclusion retreat. My turn came on October 1st. When my colleagues and I were subjected to seven hours of stereotyping and shaming. It's exactly what they did in Mao's China in the Cultural Revolution. They had hours and hours of of, uh, stereotyping and shaming. It stigmatized white people as being responsible for the ongoing oppression of others and insisted that the only way Caucasians may demonstrate opposition to racism is to acknowledge and admit to being racist. Wow. That, that's a catch-22. If you don't admit you're racist, you're racist. If you do admit you're racist, you're of course racist. You've admitted it. Get it? This is what goes for sophisticated thought from Ibram X. Kendi and the, uh, the others leading the world of the inane. We were essentially told that providing equity in access and outcome should be our goal in medicine, rather than providing the best care to the patient in front of us. What does it even mean for doctors to to work for equity? Do you understand what that means? What does that mean? That if, if 10 cancer patients are white, 5 are black, you have to have the same outcome? That's what it means. That's what equity is. Result. So you're not, what what do you do then? Because you can't ensure that. It's not possible. You have equally bad care. Equally bad care. Well said. Passive silence, both during the retreat and subsequently, is a frightening response. We have acquiesced to self-censorship. That's right. That extends far beyond the one day of mandatory indoctrination, and this will now inhibit our interactions 365 days a year. One of my black colleagues put it this way. If you speak out, well, it's sort of expected since, after all, you're a white guy and assumed to be racist. But if I speak up, then I'm a race traitor. That's right. They got you. That's how truth is canceled by the left. Always has been from Lenin to Tulane Medical School. Wherever the left takes over, not liberals, wherever the left takes over, truth is suppressed, dissent is suppressed. There is no exception to that rule. The left never has allowed free speech anywhere it exists. That's especially evident when considering Tulane's new Bias in Curriculum Reporting Form. Wow. Get that? Introduced in late October, it allows any student or resident to report any instructors whom they consider to be biased in any manner. Exactly what was done in the Cultural Revolution in Communist China. Naturally, there is no standard for what constitutes a transgression. These complaints are, of course, subject to higher review. But if denunciations are determined by the sensitivities of the beholder, then the ranks of skilled educators will diminish. Sure enough, one of our most respected senior instructors resigned recently 
out of concern that he could no longer be an effective mentor in this political minefield. Several others tell me they may retire at the end of the academic year, quite a surrender by those labeled as ostensible oppressors. That's what's happening. And it doesn't matter to leftists. If half the faculty resign, they couldn't care less. It's the happiest season of all With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when Hi everybody, Dennis Prager here It's the, the final sentences of this Tulane doctor writing about what is happening at Tulane Medical School because the leadership in medicine is as cowardly as the uh, the leadership of any other place, of the teachers' unions, let's say. Future physicians cannot remain focused on perceived grievances and still fully attend to the real medical needs of our patients. Institutional denial of this priority is one condition I just don't know how to treat. He's the former president of the Louisiana Psychiatric Medical Association, professor of psychiatry at Tulane Medical School. Hmm. He is a visiting fellow at Do No Harm. Are you familiar with Do No Harm? I think we should become familiar with that. I think it's a doctor's group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the group that, that is dissenting yeah. from you know the, the vile American Medical Association, the vile Pediatrics Association, the Vile Children's Hospitals Association. Isn't that amazing? Think I imagined in my life I would ever say that about such institutions? I never, I never imagined it. All right, let's see here. Uh, Stephen in Warren, Oregon. Hello, oh. Stephen. Hi. Hey, how you doing today, Dennis? I didn't think. Uh... You did you remember me? I called you about a month ago. Oh sure. Uh, vaguely, because I get a lot of calls. You asked me, you asked me where Warren was, and I told you it was between Scapoose and Saint. Yeah, Hall. that was a good answer. Yeah, you're the man. <laughs> right. Anyway, so you said that you hope, or you said that if there was a God, that you hoped he would send that one guy to hell. I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, yeah, Nick Fuentes, right. Fuentes, that's it, yeah. So my question to you is, what what do you mean by that? I mean, do you, do you think you're saying that you hope God sends him to a place of eternal torment? Is that what you're saying? Well, whether it's eternal or not is God's decision. But uh, if God doesn't punish evil, then I'm an atheist. Okay, no, I understand that. But I guess, you know, the majority of people who understand or have an understanding of God believe that hell is a place of eternal torment. Right. That has been, that has been the, the, the supposition. It's not mine. I'm a Jew. And it's it's, not yours. Yes. It's okay. That's, that's kind of what I wanted. to know. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Eternal. I I don't know about eternal. That, that, that's, uh, that's more of a Christian concept. And uh, I, I, all I know is, as Maimonides, the greatest Jewish thinker ever lived, 
12th century, as he put it in his 13 principles of the Jewish faith, God rewards the good and punishes the bad. If God doesn't do that, God is not just. If God is not just, I, I have no desire to, to believe in an unjust God. I'd rather be an atheist than believe in an unjust God. So there has to be reward and there has to be punishment. If the word for reward is heaven and if the word for punishment is hell, I'm fine with it. As for the eternality of it, that I can't comment. It's, it's, it's not within my religious purview. Uh, God will decide how long. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. I, is this funny? I have no idea what this is about, and I'm taking it anyway. Uh, Mesquite, Texas. Paul, hello. Mr. Frager, it's such a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, you're on a speakerphone. It'll be a bigger pleasure if you, if you talk directly into the phone. I'm, yeah, I'm talking into the phone, but I'm listening through my hearing aids, so I can actually... Okay, all right, fair enough. Go ahead. Yeah, so I don't know if the name came through, but I was the uh, judicial protection officer for a recently retired justice who's also candor, but who's, who's very liberal. And my fantasy about a dinner was to prepare dinner for you and the justice and just sit there and enjoy the fascinating conversation that would ensue. What's his name? Uh, Perrin. How do you spell it? P-E-R-R-E-N. And well, you said he's a, did you say he's a cantor? Yes. So he's, a, he's a judge. He's a judge and a cantor. All right, I'm going to look him up. Uh, you know, I'm glad you shared your fantasy with me. <laughs> we'll return in a moment. One eight Prager seven seven six. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial free every single day, become a member of Pragertopia. You'll also get access to fifteen years worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.